This is JDSA's Law Talk. This is the program that gives you the straight facts on our laws and how they affect your everyday personal and professional life. Taxes. By now, you've probably heard that the recent federal tax overhaul is causing a lot of change. In addition to the larger headlines, the new tax rules will affect a number of deductions, even the one for alimony. So what exactly is changing? How do taxes currently play into alimony? When did the changes take effect? And how many people receive alimony anyway? In this episode of JDSA's Law Talk, attorneys Jordan Miller and Lindsay Weidenbach join the show, each bringing their unique knowledge as we discuss changes in tax law and the impact on spousal support. Jordan, thanks for joining us. A pleasure, Clint. Lindsay, always great to talk to you. Good to see you, Clint. Good to talk to you, Jordan, as well. This is not our first uh, conversation here. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so taxes and family, or should be should we say the dissolution of family, this is one really where we're seeing the Venn diagram of your core competencies intersect here, yeah? Absolutely, Clint. All right. Lots to talk about here. A lot of detail, but we're going to make it simple for you. That's what we like to do, make these complicated uh, subjects approachable. We're going to do that when we talk about tax rules and alimony. That's next, right here on JDSA's Law Talk. You're listening to JDSA's Law Talk. When you need legal advice, call JDSA Law, the highest quality legal support since 1946. Welcome back to JDSA's Law Talk. If you have a question about today's topic or a topic suggestion for a future episode, email us at lawtalk at jdsalaw.com. I'm your host, Clint Strand, talking with our featured attorneys, Jordan Miller and Lindsay Weidenbach, about tax rules and alimony changes impacting spousal maintenance. So let's talk a little bit about who you are. Quick intros here before we dive in. Let's talk about who you are and what you bring to the table. Lindsay, let's start with you. Yeah. Hi, this is Lindsay, and I have a tax LLM, which is a legal master's. So uh, my practice kind of focuses on businesses and how to make your business more effective and more efficient through tax law. Very good. Jordan, how about you? Uh, I predominantly practice in family law, Clint, um, mostly spending my time helping persons and their families resolve disputes and try and make a productive outcome out of a difficult situation. All right. Lots of history to this. So let's begin as close to the beginning as we can get. Let's talk about the basics. Lindsay, how did this new tax rule come about? Yeah, Clint, this was part of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that the Trump administration rolled out right before the new year. This provision that we're talking about today eliminates a 75-year-old tax deduction for alimony payments. It flips it on its head. And this rule won't take effect until January 1 of 2019. So if you're currently getting a divorce, if you're in that process and you can get it done before the end of the year, this won't affect you. But so it takes effect January 1, 2019. Okay, today we're going to take a closer look into those details. But right now, let's look at the background from your standpoint. Jordan, what was the former alimony tax rule? What was that? Well, as Lindsay accurately identified, the former rules are that the payer spouse, the person transferring the money to the other spouse, could deduct that from their actual taxable income, giving them a significant relief from that. Concurrently, the person receiving that spousal maintenance or alimony would have to pay taxes on that, different than child support. So Jordan, how does this affect the person who's receiving that money? It's actually a benefit to them, Clint, in that they no longer have to pay taxes on this, much like child support. Uh, the IRS won't count that as income when you're preparing your filings. 
And if I can just jump in, though, it's on its face very favorable to the receiving spouse because they no longer have to include it in their income. But there's nuances that come into play. For instance, you can only put into an IRA taxable income. So you can only contribute taxable income to an IRA. And this isn't taxable income anymore for the receiving spouse, and they can't contribute it to their retirement plans. So the money officially comes with strings attached now. There will be some impact that is unexpected, yes. So beyond that, Jordan, what's changing? Like, how will the new rules work beyond what we just described? Well, uh, effectively, it's going to put a whole different spin on how we evaluate as practitioners advising our clients as to what type of maintenance amounts and durations make sense, because there's the combination between tax planning and making those decisions about what's in your best interest looking long term when you're approaching a settlement in a divorce or going to trial. Lindsay, you mentioned earlier that this doesn't take effect until January 1st, 2019. However, we're not in January of 2018 any any longer. So right. are you seeing this affecting anything that you're doing with your work? Are people speeding up their timetables or is this affecting your process at all right now? I think you're going to see folks start to speed up that process. But this also will affect anybody that goes to modify their plan after January 1st. So even if you can wrap up your divorce, if you go to modify your spousal maintenance agreement, you're still going to be under these new rules, which just to kind of wrap that up is that the payor spouse will now have to pay income tax, will now have to pay tax on the income transferred. The recipient no longer has to pay tax. So the payor is taxable, the recipient is not. So beyond that, what might happen due to these new rules? What are some of the arguments for changing these tax rules? And do we have any concerns with how this is going to play out in the long run? We'll talk about that and more coming your way next right here on JDSA's Law Talk. This is JDSA's Law Talk. Visit us now at JDSALaw.com. Family Law. It's complicated. At JDSA Law, our decades of experience help you navigate emotionally charged issues and the toughest decisions in your life. This is how we make your life better. Committed to you since 1946. JDSA Law. You're listening to JDSA's Law Talk. Brought to you by JDSA Law, one of the largest full-service law firms in North Central Washington. Welcome back to JDSA's Law Talk. Remember, you can always connect with us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for at JDSA Law. I'm your host, Clint Strand, talking with our featured attorneys, Jordan Miller and Lindsay Weidenbach, about tax rules and alimony and changes impacting spousal maintenance coming down the line. Jordan, before we get into these rule changes, let's talk about alimony on the whole. Let's zoom out a little bit. When we talk about divorce, how often does this come into play? I'd say it's a majority of the cases in which I involve myself, Clint. Like everything in family law, it's a fact-by-fact, case-by-case decision. But if there's an earning disparity between the spouses, at least on a temporary basis, you're more often than not going to see some form of alimony. So this is an issue that if you are going through the dissolution of a marriage, more often than not, this is going to touch you. Yes, that's my experience. Okay, Lindsay, we'll get to you in a moment. But Jordan, let's hop right into the meat of these details. What might happen due to these new rules that are set to take effect in the new year? Well, one thing that's definitely going to happen, Clint, is that the child support calculations in Washington State are going to be impacted because we account for the taxability and non-taxability when we establish those. So if you're married and you have maintenance and you have children, it's going to make a difference immediately. So will the new alimony rules reduce those monthly alimony payments? 
Uh, no, more likely than not, it's going to increase them because previously the paying spouse had that reduced before we calculated what their income was. And once we know their income, that's how we establish the child support amounts. So not only will their transfer payment go up, they'll also pay a greater share of those expenses that aren't accounted for in the transfer payment itself. I'm not sure that the courts want to unduly penalize the lesser earner in this case because of these new rules. So are Washington state courts adjusting those court rulings to compensate or are they planning to do so? We have great judges, and when we appear in front of them, they do try and do what is in the best interests of everyone involved, but they're going to have to do that individually in each case, and the attorneys are going to need to do a good job of helping the court understand why they need to take this into account. All right, let's talk dollars and cents here. Lindsay, talk to me here. What are the arguments for changing these tax rules? Tell me why this makes sense. Yeah, the rationale behind it is it seems to be like a divorce subsidy. And that is what, oddly enough, the Tax Writing House and Ways Means House Ways and Means Committee it's calls a it. It is a mouthful. <laughs> uh, the the panel also argued that alimony should be treated like child support, so they they were trying to see some continuity between those tax laws. And and really it does it flips it on its head. There's not a lot of literature out there that we can find that shows a really good path and, and for the rationale, but this is where we're at. All right. So repealing this deduction, how much will it add in revenue, are they thinking? I know this is a ballpark figure here, but what are they thinking here? Oh, they're thinking that it's going to be less than half a percent of the $1.5 trillion tax cut plan. Okay. Still several billion, but yeah. half, half of a percent. <laughs> we're talking perspective here. Uh, Jordan, let's talk about fears here. Are there any concerns with how this is going to play out? Well, there are some concerns that persons who are the higher earners may not be required to pay as much because they're no longer getting that break. So you could see a, a smaller shift of the actual money going from the higher earning spouse to the lower earning spouse, the receiving spouse. That, that certainly could be one consequence. But do the courts... D- figure out that number or does the higher earning spouse is that put another way is that a decision that the higher earning spouse gets to make absolutely not clint we can utilize that fact as part of our argument but ultimately if the parties can't agree the court is going to make those decisions what about prenuptial agreements are there any ramifications to that Again, if it's characterized as spousal maintenance or support, my interpretation and expectation would be that it would be subject to these very rules. So whether it comes from a divorce decree or enforcement of a prenuptial agreement, I think the tax treatment's going to be the same. Lots of threads going on with this discussion, but don't worry, we'll bring it all together when we wrap things up. When we talk about tax rules and alimony, changes impacting spousal maintenance, it's coming your way next right here on JDSA's Law Talk. JDSA's Law Talk will be right back with more on today's topic. Add your voice to the show. Email your questions to lawtalk at jdsalaw.com. Water law. It can be full of challenges. At JDSA Law, we routinely review the laws that impact ownership, management, and protection of your water rights. This is how we make your life better. Committed to you since 1946. JDSA Law. This is JDSA's Law Talk. Visit us now at JDSALaw.com. Welcome back to JDSA's Law Talk. If you'd like to hear a discussion about another legal topic that's affecting you personally or professionally, listen to other episodes of JDSA Law Talk at JDSALaw.com. I'm your host, Clint Strand, talking with our featured attorneys, Jordan Miller and Lindsay Weidenbach, about tax rules and alimony and changes impacting spousal maintenance. 
Jordan, Lindsay, we talked about a lot here, but let's start with you, Jordan. Bringing this all together, what would you like our listener to walk away from from all that we talked about here? Well, understand, this is a major change in a law that, as Lindsay pointed out, had been around for nearly a century. And the fact is, you need to reevaluate all of the financial decisions you may be making in determining whether or not to settle a case or take a risk and, and ask a judge to rule in your favor. If you have an, an experienced attorney who can help explain this, consult with you and advise you, you'll be all the better for it. Lindsay, how about you? These changes seem easy on their face and straightforward, but they are going to be nuanced and they are going to impact things that you might not have thought about. So hiring a competent attorney with a tax background and getting your CPA involved really early in your separation process is going to be key to figuring out how to use this law to your advantage in this process. It's one of the fantastic resources that we have at JDSA is we have attorneys with those backgrounds that we can call upon to make sure our clients get the best possible advice. Jordan and I collaborate a lot. When you're dealing with details, it helps to deal with people who know those details. Absolutely. Jordan, Lindsay, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks, Clinton. Our pleasure. And thanks for joining us for this episode of JDSA's Law Talk. Remember, if you have a legal matter and require solid legal advice, connect with a member of the JDSA Law team at JDSALaw.com. You can also hear Law Talk episodes on other topics and submit your questions or suggestions for a future show. I'm your host, Clint Strand. Thanks again for joining us on JDSA's Law Talk. You've been listening to JDSA's Law Talk. Topics covered in this program are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be professional advice. Before making any legal decision, seek the advice of a relevant professional. To ask a question, arrange a meeting with a JDSA attorney and find Law Talk episodes on other topics. Connect with us at JDSALaw.com. Thanks again for joining us on JDSA's Law Talk.